RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.
on a greyhound bus. But I'm traveling this morning. I'm going to sleep more down to New Orleans. Been traveling these highways. Been doing things my way. It's been making me Black and her name was Goldie. Thought she was the cream of the Bayesian Street Queens. She got tired of that smoky wine dream. Began to feel lonesome.
welcome to Blacklisted Radio, a truncated version of the show. It'll be a bit bit uh, shorter because we've been playing with audio settings. We had a few thunderstorms here at the, uh, the, the, the radio ranch in Round Rock, Texas, and apparently I've... I've uh, lost some of my audio feeds to my very fancy QSC TouchMix 16. Sometimes technology uh, so it, it enhances our world, and it can also debilitate us in a lot of ways. And so I'm always thinking about that when uh, we look at technology. By the way, my name is Doug Owen. I am the host of Blacklisted Radio. This is our website, blacklistedradio.com. Go there, check it out. We have an interactive chat room there. People should be probably listening to the show. I don't know how much of the uh, the, the behind-the-scenes banter, the back-and-forth between Ken and I, or not so much, just the, the one-way audio conversations we've been having uh, made it to air. But, uh, you know, that's, that's live radio, uh, all of it recorded and uh, streaming from blacklistedradio.com, so you can kind of listen to some of the things that we have to go through. Uh, today, our show is sponsored by... Trace free. If um, you know you have a a, a bandwidth uh, problem at your house, you're out there uh, trying to stream the the web, and 80% of the stuff that you see and uh, the data that you use is pretty much advertisements. Uh, these guys reached out, and um, they have this. Uh, uh, cloud-based browser. Trace Free is a cloud-based browser that allows you to truly search the internet in complete privacy without fear of any sort of virus or tracking device following. Uh, and that is the real value, the ultimate reward here. Uh, Trace Free is the new way to browse um, because you're using a VPN, sort of. It's kind of like a VPN. It's a browser you, you install. Um, you're actually remotely using their servers. So you have that uh, uh, buffer between you so um, searches are private never sold um, there's virtually no cookies that are installed on your computer it's pretty much virus free they have a lot of offerings there so um, they are our sponsor for this podcast if you'd like to be part of the the growing group of people I think all seven of you that are helping us you can become a patreon and uh, it does mean a lot. If you'd like to sponsor the podcast, it's pretty easy to do. You know, we don't have to vet your product. I don't have to do. I, I don't do product testimonials <laughs> because, quite frankly, um, you know, supporting the show is the easiest model. You donate to the show, I, I give you a plug. Um, that way, you know, I, I, I'm not culpable or liable for any of the products. Like I can't test all of them. If, if you have a I don't know, a barbershop in uh, Omaha, Nebraska. You know, I, I can't vouch for you. But we can give you love and uh, for supporting the show. We do give you a shout-out. So um, that's one of the great things. Trace Free. Uh, thank you for that. Check them out, tracefree.com. That's tracefree.com. A lot of things uh, worth talking about. One of the things that's devolving uh, is the situation in Libya. If you've been watching some of the news over the weekend, the Pentagon has now ordered troops to leave Libya. Of course, it helped destabilize Libya, and it's pretty interesting. There's this narrative that there is this renegade general headed to Tripoli. Now, we've already had about 20-plus confirmed deaths. 
lots of people being injured, and the UN is warning of sectarian civil wars uh, breaking out. Um, there's definitely a power vacuum that was created by some of the mishandlings of Libya, uh, the invasion of Libya, the support for the coup d'etat, the assassination of Muammar Gaddafi, and uh, we could point to Obama, Biden, and Hillary Clinton directly for uh, what we see today, although it's part of a larger plan. Uh, great write-up over at Moon of Alabama gives a little history and context to the general that uh, that is uh, considered a renegade, I would say a, a, a good friend of the West. General Hafter, uh, who is the head of the Libyan National Army, was somebody who was a close ally of Muammar Gaddafi. If you, you know, go into the more history, a little bit uh, farther back, you'll find that Muammar Gaddafi, along with uh, Western intelligence agencies, was actually able to uh, achieve his power, his role in... Uh, yeah, let's skip that break. Good job, Ken. Because... <laughs> You're going to have to, you know, let me know. I'll tug my way into the bumper without being able to hear you. That's the kind of talent that we bring to RBN here. Um, so back in uh, 1990, General Hafter um, worked with the CIA who sponsored a coup against Muammar Gaddafi. Uh, that failed. And then he was exiled. He moved to Virginia. Yes, Virginia. Where he became a U.S. citizen, of course. Um, yeah, if you if you're on the CIA payroll, if you are working at the School of Americas and other uh, think tanks and the like, you need to be in Virginia. That's where all the spooks are at and all the uh, assets and those that are in training. So he was quiet, living his uh, normal American lifestyle until 2014. Uh, the Muslim Brotherhood had an aligned militia, and of course in Tripoli. As you can imagine, there's many families, many uh, gangs, sects. Uh, it's pretty uh, secular, um, so you don't have nearly as many religious uh, aspects. But a lot of power brokers, the former elites under Muammar Gaddafi that have been holding on to power, tribal um, networks with their own militias, uh, you know, and, and the local government <laughs> that, uh, you know, is uh, – a placeholder for um, what the U.S. Uh, would like to see, what France would like to see come of um, uh, Libya, part of the larger plan for Libya. Uh, there's just been a long, you know, three, four, five-year uh, stalemate. So um, the U.S., uh, French intelligence, UAE money, uh, Egyptian air support, Russian supplies, special forces uh, help support General Hafter, um, and, and he's been slowly defeating various Islamist gangs, uh, the ones that took over control in Baghazi. You know, that's a whole other scandal that's um, one of which <laughs> that uh, has, has not been attributed to uh, Barack Obama. It was the scandal-free eight years that we had. Uh, nonetheless, I just saw 
Megan McCain and I don't know. I just uh, she was listing all of these scandals under the Obama administration because people that are you know suffering from Trump Trump derangement syndrome uh, believe that uh, nothing nothing happened except a few except a few uncomfortable encounters with Joe Biden <laughs> just a few of those so anyway um, you know obviously France heavily involved the UAE. Um, had their hand in this, and so you have a a multinational uh, force uh, that that is supporting uh, this general who is trying to take Benghazi right now. Um, it's going to get bloody. The U.S. knows this, and I don't think that they want a lot of ground troops uh, becoming cannon fodder. Uh, it complicates things. It may solidify uh, Trump's role. You know, war presidents usually are uh, uh, given the, the next four years. It seems to be the social norm, or people call for that uh, social norm. I think it's normal. That's why uh, a lot of people thought you had to jo- vote for George W. Bush. We're at war. you got to vote for him. So anyway, Algeria has its own problems. There is a lot of issues in Africa. Of course, Muammar Gaddafi, once a sweetheart of U.S. intelligence agencies, um, decided to go off the script. He was going to screw around and um, uh, make his own gold reserve currency. Part of the Mediterranean Union was using Libya as a vassal for pipelines to Europe um, from Africa. So the 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 power that Muammar realized he had, and uh, you know. Most of you probably saw the U.N. speech. <laughs> we talked about a lot of devils uh, and uh, the U.S. being pretty evil um, uh, just a short time before his ultimate demise and uh, sodomy uh, on, on on global television, watching him. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so um, the, the situation has been piss poor. It's going to get much worse. Some people are saying that, the, 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 you know, Having somebody like General Hafter would probably be a better alternative to the ongoing uh, chaos that we see in the streets. Having some power leader that's Western-backed, as Muammar Gaddafi once was, uh, is a better alternative. You know, you could say the same thing about maybe Saddam Hussein. You know, what it, what which what came in the aftermath uh, was probably much much more brutal, and some of the horrific stories that we heard about the insane torture and murders uh under the uh the, the 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 tutelage of Saddam Hussein's sons um probably exaggerated overhyped and a little propagandic propagandistic um so we'll see I, I like the fact that they're trying to use the renegade general angle on this because that kind of re- removes culpability he's a renegade He's not a CIA-sponsored dictator with uh, Western-backed, uh, uh, you know, finances, uh, French intelligence, all of those things. Um, they they'd like to remove from the uh, equation. Of course, down in South America, Venezuela, another hot spot for potential coup d'etats. Uh, the aftermath. Libya is the. Uh, the aftermath. This is probably the the future for 
Venezuela if the U.S. has its way. Uh, more crippling sanctions have been pushed upon uh, the the people uh, of Venezuela. That's where all sanctions are pushed upon the people, not the elites. Um, interesting piece from Global Research. U.S. admits it cannot attack, attack Venezuela, confirmed S-300 anti-air systems. Um, there were rumors this week that there were Chinese troops uh, boots on the ground in Venezuela, along with the now confirmed and um, acknowledged uh, Russian troops that are there to prop up the Maduro regime. Um, so uh, this is kind of an interesting development. Uh, S-300 anti-aircraft systems are pretty advanced, and it would definitely be hard to uh, uh, launch a hot war into Venezuela uh, without suffering uh, repercussions. Uh, of course, the U.S. has weaponry beyond uh, the, these anti-air systems. I believe that full and wholeheartedly things beyond stealth bombers. Uh, but it would be a bad look, and the international community is uh, watching. Um, you know, the U.S., Canada, <laughs> I think Israel, maybe Saudi Arabia, a few other uh, allies in the uh, evil empire are supporting Gaedo, uh, the Bank of International Settlements, other central banks giving money to him, uh, giving the Venezuelan checkbook to uh, the self-pronounced leader, president of uh, Venezuela. That is that is somewhat surreal, the fact that there is no anti-war community or even the, the Democrats, anybody, anybody on the, any side saying that we should not invade. You know, Marco Rubio, people like that who you know, prominent Republicans making jokes about Muammar Gaddafi and the future fate of uh, Maduro, president of Venezuela, duly elected, maybe, maybe uh, uh, illegitimately, but you know, we have questions about our own elections here in this country, don't we? Don't we have those? So, um, you know, as much as Donald Trump's the president of the United States of America, I imagine that Maduro is the president of uh, Venezuela, much like I imagine that, uh, you know, <laughs> Vladimir Putin can keep, you know, finding new ways to be the president or the vice president or the secretary of state to Russia uh, quite um, frequently. So I think things are devolving there. Interesting tie. Um, the Cubans are one of the few allies to uh, the Venezuelans. Kurt Nimmo wrote a great piece this uh, week about the Trump neocons going after Cuba as a way to further isolate um, um, Venezuela. And um, interesting piece came out about three weeks ago. I was actually going to do a write-up on it. Time and a two-year-old and a five-year-old kind of became the limiting factors in that. But um, – Back in 2012, the Cubans uh, were given internet via undersea cable uh, to to uh, Venezuela, and it was a big deal at the time. And uh, of course, uh, this was the the move away from very expensive satellite phone. Interestingly enough, the Cuban government and military never moved away from sat phone uh, onto this fiber optic cable, but uh, just 
about two weeks ago, there was an announcement that uh, Google would be uh, now uh, providing and working with the Cuban government to uh, get its its uh, you know its grid online, if you will, its LAN, its WAN, onto the world wide net. Now, of course, it's interesting. You got to think about all the ulterior motives for Google, and of course, the Cuban government. You know, when you look at Google, uh, the Cuban government may be saying, "Look what they're building for China. Look at that police state, social scores on citizens, all the kind of things that we uh, we want." So, uh, this may be the model, and uh, this may be a way to try to pull uh, Cuba and Venezuela away from this long-standing relationship. All right, we're going to go to a quick break. We may be already in the break. We'll see where uh, we come out on the other side. Ken will let us know. We're kind of doing an impromptu, uh, somewhat limited show, so we can't take any phone calls. But if you'd like, text us, 512-222-3067. It's Blacklisted Radio. Is beginning to direct more efforts into social media. Social media and the use of the internet is fast becoming the primary source of people for news, regardless of demographic. RBN has set out to provide some of the best news on the internet through republicbroadcasting.org and also has begun to use the tools to our advantage by way of social media. Republic Broadcasting is now operating a Facebook page to function as yet another avenue to have our collective voice reach new audiences across not only America, but across the globe as well. The Facebook page features not only news, but also an RBN player to listen to our broadcast. Get involved by visiting Facebook.com slash Republic Broadcasting and liking our page and share it with your friends and family because you can handle the truth. How healthy are your arteries? Deteriorating circulation has a number of early warning signs. High cholesterol, high blood pressure, Fingers and or toes often go cold. Arms and or legs often go to sleep. Sharp diagonal crease in the earlobe. Short walks cause cramping or pains in legs. Memory is not as good as it used to be. Ankles swell late in the day. Chest pain after physical exercise or emotional stress. If you experience even one of these symptoms, your circulatory system is crying out for attention. Extendivite is a natural solution to help improve your overall health. Extendivite is not your average heart tonic. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com or find us on Amazon. Extend your life with Extendivite. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. 
Blacklisted Radio. Oh, we're having a fun show here today. For some reason, my computer does not like my audio jack, and we're just kind of rolling with the punches. Um, so I'm doing this blind. I don't know what bumper music we had, but it really doesn't matter. We've been talking about the crap show, the dumpster fire that is um, the situation in Libya. So bad that the U.S. is, um, you know, we watched, I don't know if you saw the... Uh, the move to uh, uh, get all of the national uh, the, uh, the spooks out of there. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? The people that work at the embassy, the ambassadors, all of those guys out of there. Things not working too well in uh, Libya. So, um, you know, I, I, I just point to it often because it is failed foreign policy when we hear about the the expertise of people like joe biden and and really um all of the the no names that are throwing their hat in the ring for 2020 because it's going to be the new thing to talk about now that russia gained is kind of uh, subsided i mean i don't know there's still people hanging on to it there's still the hope that they'll get trump's tax returns and they'll find that you know he he wrote off something he shouldn't have and that, you know, they're going to have, uh, you know, uh, uh, a marshmallow roast on Trump's butt. I mean, that's really what the Democrats want. And that's the talking points from the liberal left media. That is, uh, you know, that, uh, that's really all there is. I mean, you're going to have Fox and Friends, a few other shows, and then you turn on the television and it's 24 hours about Donald Trump. Now, you know, it, it, it's interesting to look at the move. I mean, um, that that's happening. While we have everybody worried about collusion, nobody's talking about the fact that Congress has been completely <laughs> in the dark to um, these new pronouncements that we're giving Saudi Arabia nuclear weapons and nuclear technology. Now, you know, it it it's it's very telling. That these things are going on, um, and, and if if there ever was a swamp, if there ever was a deep state, um, it, it is alive and well today. The neocon proliferation through the Trump White House has uh, a, a, a stark uh, uh, contrast to the policies under the Obama administration. Of course, the Obama administration was re- very friendly with the Muslim Brotherhood, very friendly with Iran, and um, I wouldn't say anti-Israel, but they, they didn't kiss the ring nearly as much as those on K Street, APAC, and other groups for uh, the Jewish state, uh, peddlers for the Jewish state would have liked. Um, and, and, and the same thing with Saudi Arabia. Um, a friend of of course of the 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 oil bearer but um you know didn't didn't nearly have the cozy relationship uh that that they now have of course the US military industrial complex has made uh billions if not maybe even the aggregate over you know 10 20 year contracts probably trillions of dollars during the Donald Trump era and and very little of this is being uh, discussed at all 
There was actually a paper out today about it. Um, let's see. I had it in my stack. It was right here. Saudi. <laughs> Saudi. Secret Saudi nuclear talks exclude Congress. Only a few commenters here on the site. And it's pretty shocking. The Hill reports, Congressional anger is growing over President Trump's efforts to secure a nuclear energy deal with Saudi Arabia. Lawmakers first became wary of the plans when the Saudis, the Saudis refused to accept the limits preventing them from developing a nuclear weapon. Like, come on, man. We, if we want to, um, just think about that. Uh, but that skepticism quickly turned to fury when it was revealed the Trump administration gave approval for companies to share certain nuclear energy technology with the king kingdom without a broader nuclear deal in place. So, of course, you know, the Iranian nuclear deal, not so good. Um, you know, this is the playbook of Nancy Pelosi. You have to wait to find out what's in the bill. You have to wait to find out what technology, which U.S. companies – that are uh, friendly with the Trump administration and those in it, you know, Mike Pompeo and the rest, that have um, been giving technology to the Saudi Arabians. So, uh, you know, I've become deeply concerned with um, the state of affairs because, of course, the U.S. media, the international media is talking about, you know, uh, just novelty items, uh Things that will never pan out, like impeachment and uh, the constant scrutiny of how many uh, golf games uh, Donald Trump is is attended. You know how many of his own resorts he's, you know, raking in the dough off the Secret Service, paying himself for hotel rooms. I mean, a lot of stuff that's pretty graft. I mean, honestly, it's it's pretty scummy stuff. But then you, you find out that, um, you know, we've been sharing all this technology. I mean, not that it didn't happen to with Israel. I mean, this is kind of the, uh, the extension of the triad, if you will, the U.S., Israeli, Saudi Arabian, uh, Middle Eastern strategy, which is completely neocon. Um, this secret document came out, allegedly, it was uh, presented by... Uh, the Lebanese president, Michael Aoun, A-O-U-N, Aoun, Mike, I, you know, I'm not sure, I'm probably mingling that. Um, this was from Geopolitics Alert, and it kind of uh, highlights what's happening. Secret document re reveals plan for civil war in Lebanon, Israeli false flags, and invasion. And I put the note on this uh, article, the validity of the document should be questioned. That said, the plan is consistent with the U.S.'s standard operating procedure for regime change. During his visit with U.S. Secretary of State Michael Pompeo, Lebanese President Michael Aoun reportedly received, an, and, uh, received a U.S.-Israeli document detailing plans for creating civil war in Lebanon with covert false flag operations and a possible Israeli invasion. Now, this is pretty, I mean... You know, it's got 157 comments, so people uh, obviously uh, are are interested in the topic. But you know, um, I just wonder, you know, if this is not being played up for uh, local politics. You know, a little fear. Look, the the U.S. and the Israelis are going to attack. This, uh, of course, emboldens and empowers the Lebanese president. So. Don't be naive. Some of these things coming to um, the, the, the public, uh, bringing this 
to the masses rather than talking about it in private is a way to uh, bring a lot of attention to the issue. So um, anyway, not so secret now. Although the source of the document is Israeli and created in partnership with Washington, no one knows who presented it to own the Lebanese TV station Al Jadid. Uh, initially reported the document on Lebanese TV and the video on its website. Um, we've translated some of this via geopolitical uh, alert. Uh, the document details American plans to splinter the Lebanese inter internal security forces, sorry, a domestic institution separate from the Lebanese army, kind of like the FBI, CIA, DIA, um, some of those, you know, the FBI um, supposedly uh, operating domestically in the CIA abroad. The plans involve Washington investing $200 million into the internal uh, security forces, the ISF, under the guise of keeping the peace, but with the covert goal of creating sectarian conflict against Hezbollah with a $2.5 million specifically dedicated to this purpose. Now, you know, we, we've already heard Mike Pompeo talking about the ties between Hezbollah. They're very anti-Hezbollah, these neocons. Um, they don't like Hezbollah, uh, uh, the political party, and will uh, give anybody money who is on the side of oustering Hezbollah. Uh, you know, they even went as far as to say that Hezbollah is operating in Venezuela, one of the many reasons that the U.S. should blow that country to pieces and give it a... Uh, a Libya-like future. That's what they think. Um, so, I don't know about the plan. Uh, it's it's interesting. I mean, uh, I don't know why you would spell it all out. It's kind of like the Protocols of Zion. It's like somebody wrote this and called it all out and just put this out there for somebody to pick up and read. And it's the big plot that everybody's supposedly part of. Every <laughs> Everyone's in on this. I'm like, well, that's kind of convenient. Not to say that some of the things in there aren't reminiscent of truth or that, that, you know, aren't, aren't somewhat true, you know, uh, you know, the, the Israelis and the U S pumping money into security services as a way to, uh, garner, uh, support. Um, you know, that, that played out perfectly. Great, uh, example would be the Ukraine, you know, right prior to the invasion of Crimea, New headlines, um, the U.S. is going to support the Ukrainian Navy through uh, Crimean, uh, is that what it would be, Crimean, I guess, uh, the Crimea uh, waters, which creates more tension. I mean, that was one of the big faux pas, something I wanted to mention about the Barack Obama administration, uh, the brazen neoliberal agenda by um, all these out-of-touch out of elites, people like Hillary Clinton, all of the supporters of her, Max Boot and the, and, and, and the Klan over there at the Council on Foreign Relations, uh, you know, dictating the playbook to Hillary. She said that in her own words. And it was just a total uh, betrayal of all of the stuff that we had worked with to um, create interdependence with Russia and China pushing in the Ukraine. I mean, you know, having boots on the ground, Victoria Nuland did John McCain handing out cookies. I mean, it could have been more obvious. And they they were just so dis uh, just uh distant from reality that they didn't realize there would be this huge Russian pushback, which uh ultimately 
derailed the plan their plans in Libya, especially in Syria, obviously in Syria, and uh, even now more so in our own backyard in South America. So these, I mean, you know, I saw this a mile away that there there were, you know, r- really really uh, arrogant and. Um, these plans and approaches. And I really think that the response that they saw in the Ukraine in Crimea totally took them, uh, especially after, you know, the, the coup with Sashkavili in Georgia. I know some of you don't keep up with geopolitics, but all the shenanigans of the U S and the West and under this, uh, you know, the grand chessboard, the Zygnu Brzezinski, Zygzibig, uh, during, um, you know that when when those were the the forward thinkers at the State Department at the CIA, um, you know there was a lot of great foreign policy and a lot of uh, collaboration. Um, you know, making uh, Russia part of the G seven. Um, yeah, I, I really saw peace on the horizon. I mean, you know, out of the from Ronald Reagan to uh, Barack Obama was a shift one eighty in. Uh, under the, that regime, uh, under the Obama regime, uh, it undid you know forty years of of work, and I, I just it, it blows me away that you know a guy from Austin, Texas, can see through uh, through uh, the, these uh, issues, and you know somebody like you know Hillary Clinton could not. Joe Biden, right there, you know everybody wants to talk about creepy Joe Biden. He actually had to. Uh, put out a statement saying that he has to respect people's safe space or their their uh, their their space and stop sticking his nose in people's hair and feeling up their their kids during uh you know different uh honors and uh medal ceremonies keep your hands back joe biden but i mean if you really want to talk about a story i mean the uh, all the scandals in ukraine with hunter his son getting uh, this uh, you know sweeping multi-billion-dollar deal. He going out of his way to uh, fire a prosecutor that was looking into some of the corruption at this uh, uh, company that his son was working for. I mean, you know, talk about hands in the cookie jar. Uh, we reported it this week, um, but you know, just one of the you know. Uh, if I was Joe Biden, I think I'd prefer to be uh, thought of as creepy Joe rather than uh, criminal Joe uh, doing hard time in Leavenworth or some other uh, place akin to that. So um, that is that is food for thought. That that is not being talked about. Just that he's creepy, um, and, and his. I mean, Joe is. I mean, obviously. He's not going to be running anytime soon. He, uh, he, he, he probably is deciding to sit back down because once people start tearing into him, I mean, it was like Hillary Clinton. There's just too much dirt. They've been in the game for too long. They've done too much dirt. There's too many people that can uh, come uh, back to, to uh, you know, too many skeletons that can come back to haunt you uh, there in his closet. Um, you know, we talk about pollution. I, I, I talk about the environment because it's something that's near and dear to my heart. I am a, a conservationist at, uh, at, 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 at the you know innermost of my soul. Now, does that mean that the government does a good job taking care of the environment? 
Not all the time, um, but it's one of the few places where you find uh, naked capitalism and uh, some of those anarchist principles just do not apply when it comes to the ocean and people feeding themselves and uh, overfishing um, all the industrial issues the, that you have. Uh, but I saw this. $2.5 trillion is the annual cost of ocean plastic pollution. Uh, Jeremy Lynn Schofield, who worked as a securities lawyer and derivatives trader, uh, has been writing about this. And uh, um, last week, a sci- uh, scientist led by a group at the Plymouth Marine Laboratory in Devon published a study in marine pollution bulletin that's the first attempt to quantify the economic costs so pollution the grand takeaway on a global scale um could be uh anywhere up to 2.5 trillion dollars uh this is one of the studies takeaway i mean this kind of blows your mind on a global scale has been estimated that for 2011 marine ecosystem services provided benefits to society approximating 49.7 trillion dollars a year that's all of the ecosystems and how much um you know food uh tourism travel i guess uh every economic takeaway uh would be 49.7 trillion dollars and when i hear this number i'm starting to think trillion is the new billion because that is just this unphenomenally huge number um needless to say it's a problem plastic pollution and you're always hoping that you know technology um uh, burgeoning. I'm gonna take a break here, Ken. Is that what's going on? So I'm say something. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Maybe not. Um, but you're always hoping some technology, some some new human in- in- innovation will you know fix the problems that we have created on planet Earth. You know, I, I think that you know we have to take care of the Earth until we can fly away from the Earth and find another Earth to go and, and eat. You know, it is the. Uh, uh, it's one thing that's common to all of us. We all live on planet Earth, and I think that you know, being good stewards and custodians of the planet is paramount to uh, having uh, the ability to to reach the stars. Um, you know, I, I'm very concerned. I have little children, um, and so you just kind of hope for that. Because, and, and of course, good conservation practices, more awareness, people caring a little bit more. Uh, about their impact. I'm not saying that you start, you know, creating carbon footprint models for your children and scaring them that the world will die, but at the same time teaching them how important it is. You know, there's a difference between fear mongering for more policy, more power, more government taxes, and you know, uh, concerned conservation. You know, doing things um, that will minimize your impact in a positive way. You know, I don't, I don't want to sound too hippity dippity, but I saw this at the mind unleashed and I was like, oh, maybe just maybe scientists found an edible mushroom that eats plastic and could be, uh, could be used to clean landfills. Whether we like it or not, our society has become completely reliant on plastic. Huge problem from food preservation to water, transportation, computer technology, healthcare, medicine. Plastic can be found in nearly every facet of the human experience. It's in every facet of our human bodies. Uh, almost everyone, maybe not the Quakers, maybe maybe there's a few people out there living remote nowhere um, that are not affected. But BPA and measurable uh, amounts of plastic are in all of our bloodstreams uh, today. Um, so anyway. 
a newly discovered type of mushroom could not only play a crucial role in slashing plastic pollution, but could have a myriad of other uses in addressing the environmental crises the planet faces today. And I see it all the time. You know, these horrible documentaries looking at places like India, China, um, you know, the Asian continent where you have the uh, plastic pollution whales, you know, uh, beaching themselves, you know, with tons of plastic bags and other you know produced landfill waste in their bellies it's uh um it's gross it's uh horrible you know that's what i think that i've said it before i think the new economy will be you know the reparation economy fixing things cleaning things that we have destroyed finding new reasons mean you know to uh or new uh uh a new calling uh rather than the current model we have today the Bank of International Settlements is thinking about a new digital, you know, cryptocurrency model. Um, you know, the talk of a one-world currency, though, you know, now in the rear view seems pretty unlikely now that China, Russia, other big players, other countries that have run uh, uh, against uh, U.S. interests are starting to pull themselves from the SWIFT system. So uh, seeing that, you know, pulling themselves from the internet system. So, uh, you know, having one of those universal solutions uh, economically or having one dollar, you know, whether it's the, you know, the the conceptualized bank or any of these other ones, the special drawing right, the the, uh, uh, BIS and MIF or, yeah, International Monetary Fund are pushing. um, We'll see. We'll see how that moves forward but you know just kind of a feel-good story knowing that there are possible uh, solutions um back in july of 2018 student discovers plastic eating bacteria which could solve global pollution crisis here's another one other uh things that are you know uh interesting uh back in 2018 researchers in the uk and the u.s uh, inadvertently engineered this enzyme that could eat plastic you know, I'm always worrisome, though, of uh, some of these global plans, you know, when it comes to stratospheric spraying, um, one that will probably be affecting us next week. We've been having some torrential rains here in central Texas, and one of the things produced by the last round of torrential rains that we had in central Texas was um, the inability for the city to filter water. One of the things that attributed to that was the killing of grass using grass carp to clean the lake because all of the boaters, people like me, uh, get tired of pulling grass from their props uh, when out there fishing. So enough of them complained, enough enough rich people bitched, and so the very smart conservationists there at Texas Parks and Wildlife decided to release these grass carp. Well, they ate not only... The grass, they ate all of the grass, all of the bedding uh, areas for the bass, bass eggs. And so um, there's not the natural filter that the lake once had for filtering water. And uh, now that is uh, creating huge problem for the antiquated water system. So it's one of these ideas where the environmentalists are like, okay, yeah, we can we can fix this and, you know, enough enough uh, hoity-toity people complain about it and it becomes an issue even though it probably wasn't the people were an issue their their <laughs> their inability to adapt to uh, normal conditions on the lake led to this huge um, 
solution, which ultimately became another problem, unforeseen consequences. You know, so before we release the enzymes to eat all the plastic in the ocean, you know, you got to got to really think about it. You make a lot of mistakes in science and science is really uh, a history of mistakes. That's why people say you don't believe in science, Doug. Now, I, I it's not that I don't. I just don't necessarily think that your small test of time is uh, or your test of something is is proof positive it's the way to go. Uh, we talked about Merrick's disease with the chickens, I think, last podcast, maybe the podcast before, how um, you know, over-vaccinating has built up these virulent strains of, uh, of Merrick's disease when um, you know, the, the, the population is over-vaccinated. It creates super strains of these viruses. And these are things that we're just now learning about in, the max, in this era of max vaccine uh, freakout, phobia. All right, so the end of the show bumper has started. That means that I have to exit the radio program. Hopefully your next host can actually hear Ken. Ken, I want to thank you for rolling with the punches, making sure that we got this show out tonight. Uh, Thank you, Ken. Thank you, RBN, for the support. I will be back next week for another live edition of Blacklisted Radio. Until then, take care, everyone. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2, keep it today. You're listening to the Republic Broadcast.